Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. I am here with this super amazing Dr. Parambala, and she is a radiologist, special focus on breast imaging. And she, she has, I don't want to spill the beans. She just hit a milestone. I'm going to let her talk about it. And this is a reason why I brought her on because in the doctor's change in medicine world, we believe that, um, yes, the landscape for in healthcare is, you know, pretty bizarre and the experience of doctors in medicine is very bizarre, but we can have an alternate reality. It, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be the way it is. So, um, Dr. Parham, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Una. Before I start talking about me, I wanted to first say I love your podcast, Entre MD Podcast, and this one. And um, there are many mornings when I wake up to an email with a, with a link to the podcast, and I listen to it, and your voice is so soothing, and the message is always so inspiring. So I wanted to start off with that. We have so many mentors along the way that we don't get to thank, and I wanted to say thank you for the amazing things you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Your goal is not to make Dr. Una cry right here, right? But thank you. Cry, we can be vulnerable. <laughs> it's okay. I'm learning that. But um, yeah, just talking uh, about the milestone that I just hit. So um, this month, I am retiring from uh, from my position as a full time employee in radiology. Um, I'm 41. I have two little kids who are three and six. They want to spend every minute of every day with me. And for me, at this point, it was the right thing to do. Uh, so that's that's my big milestone. Um, and I was able to do that because I was able to build a real estate portfolio while working full time with my little kids that now throws up enough um, passive income to meet all my family's expenses and having that floor, that income floor gave me the security to to say it was time to to make a shift and have better work-life balance. So yeah, so that's my milestone. I am going to continue to practice medicine. I'm going to work as a per diem, take a few shifts, like two to four shifts a month uh, because I love being a physician. I love love what I do. I love creating a world with more birthdays, uh, but but it's just, you know, a, um, a way of finding more balance in my life. I love all of that. I love creating a world with more birthdays. I have never heard that. That is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's what the American Cancer Society says. And, you know, when, when days can get really bad, sometimes I just remind myself, I'm going into work today and I'm creating a world with more birthdays. And that's just a powerful thought. That, that is a powerful thought. Now, so this is so amazing that at 41, you have created financial freedom for yourself, right? Because you've created this real estate portfolio and the passive revenue from there is basically able to take care of stuff. And you have a choice, right? You're practicing medicine on your terms. And you're like, my kids are little, I want to spend my time with them. So I'm going to be home with them. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to go when I can go in and I'm going to, you know, create more birthdays. And, And that's so amazing. So my question to you would be, you're a radiologist. And as far as I know, radiologists earn pretty well. What made you go like, okay, something has to give, something has to change. I'm going to do real estate like I really mean it. Like what happened? 
Yeah. So um, I think a lot of um, shifts happened in the last two years. So I was always investing in the stock market and real estate, but wasn't like a huge focus. I was just working hard, saving, earning. And then 2019, what happened is that there was a merger at work. Um, So uh, with the merger, our contracts changed and I was losing the autonomy I had in my previous job. The focus for me always was more vacation, um, no calls, no nights, no weekends, um, because, you know, I, I really wanted to spend that time with my family. And I felt that with that transition, it wasn't going to be possible. So I had something else lined up and I and I shifted jobs. But it was a period where I experienced a lot of anxiety just with everything changing and just not having control. Um, there was a time when I was in the United States. My kids were back home in India because, you know, I wasn't really able to yeah, uh, with the new job be there for them. So, um, and that was the moment where I felt really low. And I I took a look in the mirror and I was like, I've been doing this for 10 years. And I thought I was going to be further ahead. I thought I was going to have more control. And and all of a sudden I realized that I didn't have the autonomy that I needed. And um, just looking at my bank account and I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but even having a half a million dollars there just meant five years of annual expenses being met for my family. And I just knew that something had to change. I was like, this cannot be the way to do it. Uh, but but you know, it was a hard year and I just kept doing what I was doing because I don't really have the time. Uh, and by the time we, I, we kind of actually landed on our feet, the pandemic hit. And then it was another period of uncertainty. You know, that's, that was true for a lot of people, especially people in private practice. So it, it, things changed. And and so I, I that was the time that I actually took a moment to look at my portfolio to understand what financial independence means. And that's when I saw that uh, So I had the fortune of having a couple of rentals at that point because I had a mentor who, you know, wanted me to invest in real estate. But I saw that I had a third of my money in my real estate portfolio uh, compared to what I had my stock market, uh, you know, in, in my stock portfolio. And that real estate was generating twice as much uh, income, you know, with a third of the money in there as my stock portfolio. And I was like, wait, okay, so if I want to, if I really want to take back control of my life and practice medicine on my terms, live life on my terms, I needed to make a shift. And that's when my education began. I invested in myself, invested in my education. I, I learned a lot, you know, taxes, uh, creative financing. And within a year, I remember um, the end of August was when I purchased my first property after 2018. And then within a year, this almost a year now, my portfolios increased four times, the income from it increased 10 times, all while working full time and raising my kids. And I was able to do it because I was intentional about making that shift. And again, and like last month, there was a time when I was getting burnt up and I didn't want to, I didn't like using the word burnt, burnt out before because, you know, it almost feels like you have to be a superwoman, you have to be a super mom, super doc and take care of your family. And you're always putting yourself last. And I, I was burnt out. I was working like crazy because I, I'm fortunate I was able to work from home. But while I was working from home, uh, I was juggling, taking care of the kids and my volume had increased, you know, post pandemic volumes. I'm sure most of us went through the same thing. Um, and most days I was reading till midnight with my kids sleeping in my office because they didn't want to go to bed without me. And it was crazy. And I would go to bed and stay awake till 3 a.m. Um, just thinking about how I was going to manage the next day. And that's when I realized that it was time to make another shift. And so at this time I had my, you know, my passive income floor. Um, I did have, I do have my coaching business, which was generating active income. I'm going to continue to practice medicine, which is also active income. And I now run my real estate like an active business, but I needed that passive income floor to say, well, okay, I'm going to make this huge shift because I'm super conservative. And I just knew I had to do it. And that's it. I did it. (laughs) 
That is so amazing. And, you know, they say don't waste a crisis. And, you know, you had a number of crises that you didn't waste them. You were like, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. And I love that you're like, wait a minute, I lost my autonomy. My finances don't look the way they should look. And there's this pandemic and this this, this other anxiety with it. I'm not going to be the victim. And I'm saying this respectfully. I'm not saying anybody's playing the victim. But your your decision was, I'm going to get in the driver's seat and I'm going to make this work. I'm going to be intentional about it. I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to make this work. And here you are. And I heard you say when you started really working on this was two years ago. And look at the difference that two years can make. I love what you said. Don't waste a crisis. I never looked at it that way. But you're absolutely right. If I didn't have those crises in my life, I wouldn't be where I am. And and, and I think that's the power of being intentional. And, and, and more importantly, of knowing that you have a choice. I think just having people do it before me and knowing that it was possible was what I needed to see. And, and I hope that's what, you know, when people listen to this podcast, I hope that that's what they take away from it, that there's so many different ways of doing it. And there's not just one way. And you're absolutely yes. right. We, we play the victim because we think that this is the way it needs to be done. But once you open your eyes and see that there are possibilities, then you're able to pivot. And, and yeah, that's what I hope people can, um, can do once they listen to this. And now for a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast is sponsored by the EntreMD Business School. We didn't get any business education during our medical training, and this school fixes that. It is the only school of its kind that helps physicians become thriving entrepreneurs who make money, have impact, and have time for the things that matter. You will get the coaching, accountability, and community you need to be successful. To find out more and to save your spot, go to entremdbusinessschool.com. And now for the rest of the episode. Yeah, and that's beautiful because that's the whole reason for the podcast is like, you know, we, we fell into this trap of, you know, I have to go to high school, get really good grades and go to pre-med and get really good grades and go to med school, then go to residency, then work this job, then die. Like, that's the track. And I was yeah. like, well... What if we had a place where doctors can just come and see that our options are literally limitless? Like yeah. <laughs> there's no limit. We can, we, we, so can make, we can make this work in so many different ways. So now that you've done this, you know, I'm curious as to your thoughts and what are some of the mistakes that you've noticed as physicians that we make financially? Like overall, what are some of the common things we do that you're like, Nobody else does this, only physicians. <laughs> well, you know what? You're so right, Dr. Una. There are things that are very specific to physicians. Well, one thing is arrival fallacy, right? Like you think you get to this point oh, and then, so oh my God, and, and then you're going to be like set for life. And it's not true. It's not true. You know, um, you think you, you're going to earn, um, you take more, take on more shift. You think if I earn more, if I save my penny pinch, I'm finally going to get to financial independence. And even then we almost kind of, believe that you have to work till 65 or till 58 if you want to get your know, retire early and continue to get your healthcare benefits or your pension. So so that's what the golden handcuff is, right? You believe you're, you're, you're trapped by those golden handcuffs. You think that this is the way it has to be done. And why would I even consider doing it before that? You don't, you almost don't think you have a choice. So that's like one big mistake. And what I've realized is that the the most important thing when it comes to finances is 
asset allocation. It's like what you're doing with your money, how you're investing it and what it's, it's throwing off. And that's going to make the biggest impact on, on your financial journey compared to how much you're saving or how much you're earning, right? So taking on a few other shifts, all of those things are secondary to what your returns are going to be. So that's one thing I see physicians continue to make that mistake without really realizing that there's another option. I think it's also because we're so busy doing what we're doing that we don't take the time to look at, you know, those other things. Um, and, and, and yeah, just like following through on that at the stock market, we think is easy because it's what everybody does. It's what your financial planner talks about. Um, and so we just go ahead and invest in it. But uh, the thing is that with, with the stock market, you can only withdraw 4% from that once you retire, which is, you know, when I was sitting and doing those numbers, I was like, okay, I have so much, um, like I have, you know, this much in my portfolio, how much can I withdraw and have it last me 50 years, which is what, you know, if I'm retiring forty, I'm, I'm assuming I need it for 50 years. And I was like, wait, I can only get like what, $3,000, $2,000 a month and have this last me. What am I going to do with that? But real estate is very different. It throws out like three, four times that money, which means that you can get to financial freedom that much faster. So I think what's the biggest mistake that we make is positions, um, not taking the time to do it, and then holding ourselves back by saying, I don't have the time to do it. And, and I just want you to know, I, um, I'm i a lazy person, Dr. Una, you know, I know, I know when you say I'm an introverted introvert, I'm an introverted introvert like you. And I'm also super lazy, which is why I need my money to work for me. And if I can do it with two little kids, they're three and six, now they were two and five when I was building this whole thing. And if I can do it during the pandemic, when we didn't have a nanny, we didn't have, you know, uh, cleaners, we didn't have I didn't have someone cooking for me. So I did it at that point. And I didn't do this when I was single or before I had kids. Trust me, it, what's stopping you is not the fact that you don't have time. Love it. Okay. So arrival fallacy <laughs> and trying to, to save or earn your way into financial freedom as opposed to allocating assets correctly and then feeling like you don't have time because yeah. we do have time. We do. Even Absolutely. if you're introverted. Or even if you're lazy, like us. <laughs> okay. No. Well, I don't think you're lazy, Dr. Una, but you should come and see me. I'm lazy in a creative way. I'm lazy with things I shouldn't be, <laughs> I shouldn't you know, be doing. So how about that? Yes. Uh, apparently, being lazy is an intelligent way of thinking. You, you don't want to be hustling. You want to, you know, do things yeah. smartly. Yeah. So it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> so now somebody's thinking, wait a minute, 41 financial freedom. She has little kids. She had a busy full-time job. She did a lot of this during the pandemic. I'm, I'm ready. I'm just ready. So this doc is, is thinking like, I need to change everything. What are some of the few steps you can say, okay, these are your next steps. These are, you know, one, two or three things that you should absolutely start doing right now. First thing um, I want to mention is that it's really important to do start to take those steps now because of the opportunity cost, right? So just want to share a little thing. When I got to this point, I looked back and I said, "Well, I did this in a year. What would have happened if I had done this ten years ago when I when I started practicing as a radiologist? And and what did I lose out because I didn't do that?" What I lost out was the fact that if I had done this 10 years ago, if I had known everything I know now and done this 10 years ago, I would have been financially independent before I had my kids. And I didn't have to do those short maternity leaves. I didn't have to leave my baby with the nanny while he was crying and walk down those stairs and listen to him cry. And I didn't have to pump in. a. I actually pumped in, a, in an airplane toilet because, you know, you because uh, I, 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 I was going for a job interview. All of that 
looking back did not did not have to be done so anyone listening to this now the time to start is now and it can be scary but but you know you have to make that step and the most important thing is educating yourself because you don't want to be making costly mistakes you don't want to be wasting your time and your money learning from your own mistakes. So um, invest in your education. That's super important. Uh, if you want to get to, you know, to that path much faster, it's like the straight line as opposed to doing the zigzag, zigzag, zigzag and taking five years together. So invest in your education and then just take action. All right. So you guys got it. Now is the time. Invest in yourself and just take action. And one of the things I love, I think we're similar in that way, is that you found a problem, you fixed it for yourself, and you turned around and you're like, wait a minute, guys, you have to listen to this, okay? It does not have to be hard. That's literally what happened with EntreMD. I was like, I don't know what to do with this business thing, and people are doing better in business because they're better than me, and I'm like, wait a minute, it's a few skills, I learned them, built very successful businesses, and turned around and like, docs, come on, don't believe those lies, you can do it, right? And that's the same thing you've done. So tell the audience about the program that you offer, I know you have a blog as well and stuff like, where can they find more help? They're like, I don't want this episode to end. It doesn't have to. Where can they find you? Yeah, it doesn't have to. So um, so I have a, a website, as you said, it's www.generationalwealthmd.com. Um, and the website has a lot of free resources. There actually is a button that says start here because it's so overwhelming sometimes. I mean, you know, you want to make a shift, but you don't know what to do. I think the first step is to actually know what your financial independence numbers are. How much do you need? Uh, and how do you get there and how far along you are. So on the website, I have a free financial independence worksheet. It has my numbers. The numbers are a little outdated from like a few months ago, but but it shows you how to calculate your numbers to see where you are, to see how long it's going to get you take you to get to where you want to be if you're doing what you're doing now and what you could shift and how that's going to affect things. So so uh, get to the website, download the worksheet. I have a lot of information about how to get started in real estate. That's free, free calculators uh, that help you analyze your market. Uh, so without giving too much information, yeah, so you have all of that. But I also offer um, an eight-week immersive small group coaching program with one-on-one coaching that helps physicians and other professionals start their journey and scale rapidly. So it's almost like a bridge. It's like like instead of taking like the long route and doing it yourself, if you want to get there really fast, um, that you could, uh, my program is offered in the spring and fall and uh, the next cohort starts uh, end of September. So that's something to explore. Um, but yeah, so a lot of things. And, and then there's the Facebook community. I think community is super important because when you're interacting with people who think alike and who are on the same journey, it keeps you motivated. So definitely feel free to join the community. Um, uh, you know, you're, uh, I think I put this up on Facebook a while ago. You're the sum of the five people around you. So surround yourself with people who are doing the same thing and it will inspire you to get there faster. Yes. Like people are already inspired by listening to you. Now we need four more. So good. (laughs) And they're in the Facebook group. So go find them. Okay. And this this is going to be in the show notes and all of this. Now, I usually would end the podcast episode by asking this question. There are a million physicians, right? And there's strength in numbers. Like, and so if we don't like the experience we're having in medicine, if we don't like the system in medicine, we can change it, right? And, and so that's the reason why this podcast is here. So I always tell the people, I'm like, you have to share this episode. Like you got a lot of up out of it, but it's not just about you. It's about the million of us and the change we can create. So what is the reason you give a doctor listening for, you know, to share this episode? Like you absolutely 100% have to share this episode. Why should they? 
So, um, Dr. Una, when I talk to my friends from med school, right, and other physicians around me, most of the time they're complaining about how they're commuting like, you know, two, three hours a day to get to their job or they don't have autonomy, but they want to work full time and they, they're doing as much work, but they don't get paid that. So you may not know it, but a lot of physicians are undergoing a lot of challenges, loss of autonomy, burnout. When you share this, you in, you know, you inspire them to make a small shift in their life and change the trajectory of their, of the, of their life, the way they practice medicine, the way they show up for their families. So uh, I just think it's important for people to hear this. Oh, thank you. That is so good. And that is so true. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for you know, taking us behind the scenes and sharing your story and all of that is just so inspiring. And it's so refreshing, like, you know, as physicians for us to know, wait a minute, so, you know, I can maybe even enjoy my job a little better, because it's just funding my financial freedom, right? (laughs) And I can know my numbers. And I don't have to be afraid of the money conversation. I don't have to be afraid of investing. I learned the Krebs cycle, I can learn this too. And, And you know, so this is just so helpful. Thank you for coming on and sharing it. And you know, for everyone listening, I hope you go and you know, listen, go to the blog, find the calculators, find what your number is, start your journey and start today. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Dr. Ona. This was so much fun. And thank you so much for everything you do. You are amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. So I will see you on the very next episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Go share the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Now, this is too good for you to keep to yourself. So I want you to do three things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement, changing medicine, one podcast episode at a time.